Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com/agentacademy. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. And now, welcome to the Agent Academy. Downloading latest Intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you. Agent Academy, episode 28, recorded on July 18th, 2018. I'm Agent Soho. And I'm Agent Goonie Guy. And on the show, we got a lot of stuff to get through. We got new community manager for the Niantic franchise, classified anomaly Intel surprise, uh, Andrew Krug's AMA answers to itemize. Uh, you have until July 22nd to neutralize. And sorry about the rhyming scheme. I do apologize. It's just a <laughs> bunch of lies. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I challenge you, an extra challenge this week, go out and tell one of your agent friends about the show and get them to listen to it. And then submit some content so you can go, see, that was me on the show. They played my call like we're going to do later for one agent who sent something in. One lucky agent. That's right. We got a call. That's I, I like calls. I like voices. Only if they rhyme and you have choices. Hey, off to a good start. I like this episode. Uh, So you want to get us started with uh, your exciting um, actions that you performed recently? Um, Okay, I'll start this. May not be decently, but I'll go. No, we won't rhyme everything. (laughs) It's like Dr. Seuss does ingress. Right. Uh, So this week... It's been the old Cassandra Neutralizer badge, and I don't know how it's been going for you. We'll get to you in a second, sir, so hold your tongue. <laughs> um, I finally got uh, my first badge, and I, I still need to get the 300 or the 1,000, but time is running out. I believe it ends, what, uh, it's uh, like Saturday, Sunday. I don't know. It's that weird yeah. UTC crap that, uh, you know, I don't know, somewhere around then. Mm-hmm. Be done before then. Just to be sure. So, anyway, um, I guess uh, going around getting neutralizers, I, we're, we're kind of going to talk about this later, but the grays, have you seen all the grays around? Yeah. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go into uh, the specifics about it in a bit really without like talking about it right now, but basically kind of, you know, that was my week too. It was like just trying. In fact, today uh, before the show, uh, right after work, I, I drove through downtown. Luckily there's a, there's a newbie down there um, who is um, resistance and he didn't know about not deploying and letting the greens get their badge. It's only pol- it's the polite thing to do is to you know blow stuff up and then capture them. Anyway, he didn't know, so I went down there and blew up all his stuff. But I'm thinking at most I got 13, so I'm going to do this every day and just hope I get the hundred. This is um, downtown. Yeah, this is downtown. Well, what you need to look for are the Pokemon Go players trying to get to 12. 
They're the only ones deploying, apparently. So you got to find where they play and then go mm-hmm. blow up uh, their stuff after they deploy. All right. Okay. That's a good, that's a good idea. I, um, I was actually under the uh, false impression that one of the uh, resistance players around here was actually deploying on uh, uh, portals. Like I saw, like they blew up a portal that I had and I was like, okay, let's see what happens. And then they deployed. And I was like, oh, and I even sent a comms message out. And they they basically responded with, well, yeah, because they added in that thing with the double AP and then the triple AP for putting on the last resonator. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason they were doing it. And then I noticed today they weren't doing it anymore. Like, either they got called out in their faction chat to, hey, quit, quit uh, deploying on that stuff. You're going to give them badges. And we don't need them to have no stinking badges. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. So you might just have to drive down to like Birmingham or over to Florence because you could yeah. just, just you know, go someplace where it is resistance all over the place and, and you can get it. And the same thing if people are um, resistance and need to, you know, kill some froggy portals and no one's putting any up in your area. Just, you know, look on the, the map for something close by where it's all blue. You probably already know and just head over there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I'll be doing that probably soon because I want to get it before Saturday and really I just need to look on the map and, and look for the nearby city. Cause downtown Huntsville, I, I really don't think I'm going to be able to get that if, just by doing this every day. I'll get maybe 10 and on some days just probably zero, <laughs> like nothing. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Anyway, um, also uh, this week I wanted to test the speed lock theory um, that uh, uh, oh 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 gosh I forgot his name hey, Lombardo Gun- Gunsmith Gunsmith Agent Gunsmith. So uh, in the previous episode he uh, gave us a speed lock theory. I don't really want to go into all of this stuff because we talked about that last episode. But he had he had a series of things to try and. Um, uh, me and you talked about this before the show too. Um, it's there's not enough data there. There's there's too many variables. There's speed limits. Or there's how fast are you going? How how long have you stopped? Um, there's just way too many variables. I tried what he he suggested last time, which was basically um, go um, uh, dr- drive in your car, hack one item, and then stop. And then when you go again, hack one or perform another action. It could be a recharge or it could be a hack or something or a deploy, whatever. And then when you stop, it resets it. And then when you go anyway, it, it, sure it worked, but it wasn't consistent, you know. And I never once tried this going really fast, like over 60. This was on like little roads going like maybe 30 or 40, you know, and then stopping in a red light and then like, so I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it's really hard to say. I, I I still think that maybe this is a great question to actually ask uh, Andrew Krug and maybe get, you know what I mean? But he's not going to tell us, but it's yeah, worth asking. Secret sauce, right? Yeah. So anyway, let's get on into the old series. Well, before we move on, we oh. did have a uh, question in the chat from uh, uh, Graham Slover. Uh-oh, it's gone now. Oh, the, uh, asked how this... 
uh, ties into Pokemon Go, and it's uh, there's a lot of Pokemon Go players that are trying to get to the level so they can submit portals in and do OPR actions. So this is a great time for them to level up with the double AP on Resonators 1 through 7 and triple on the 8th Resonator. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that leads us into a little something we like to call here on the Hit Machine. Situation report. What? What was that? That was the... <laughs> situation report yeah so just to get into it since we already started talking about it this is the Cassandra neutralizer metal that came out so uh, you know basically the simple idea is that um, if you're able to neutralize an X amount of portals uh, between now and uh, I don't know Saturday or Sunday July 22nd then you'll be rewarded a medal. So the first tier is a hundred, the second tier is three hundred, and the the uh, third tier is a thousand. Well, and there's one important thing there, and I, I meant to mention this to you because you're talking about going downtown every day. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uniques. So killing the same portal again does not count. Ah, uh, you know, I didn't catch that first time uh, around. So you need to be hitting uh, downtown Madison. <laughs> that one will get uh. filled up every once in a while. Oh, uh, maybe that's hitting over Decatur. It's kind of interesting. So but, you can't um, get a platinum or an onyx. You have you, you. It stops at gold, or else it'd be like neutralize ten thousand, and then the platinum or the onyx would be like neutralize one million. One million. Yeah. And so you'd have to travel the world for that one. But uh, so um, there was a lot of people complaining and saying. Man, this sucks. Like the opposite faction in my city is not capturing the neutrals and not allowing me a chance to neutralize. Right. So Niantic, like after putting out this this medal, they announced because uh, I saw the tweet. As soon as they did it, they're like, "Okay, here we go, people. Now you get double AP for uh, deploying, and you get triple for completing for putting that last." resonator on there that's awesome that's great for ap so now that's yeah. a little bit of incentive it doesn't quite work when the opposite team is all 16s right. they, they would rather grief than like play the game you know or like have anybody do anything but but then again this metal is cosmetic it really does not matter if you get this or not but well, and that's what watch out. that's really what i don't get is like okay there's part of me that can understand denying someone a medal our badge that may get them a level like because they need it to progress. So that Mm -hmm. was the, the guardian hunters kind of like, well, this is why it's actually legit. Why we should be killing people's guardians. So they don't get that badge. And so they can't level it. It keeps them down. But like you said, this one is completely cosmetic. The only reason Mm -hmm. to like go out of your way to, keep someone from doing it is just because you're an a-hole like it's the only reason there's no game mechanic reason to do it except for you're just an a-hole so i don't know it, it just seems like go out and get some ap like for one thing i i get like um like you said like the level 16s i get them not doing it just because what do they 
they get out of it besides the metal. Like, I don't expect anyone to go out of their way to, like, go out there and just light up the place to give the metal to the other team, right? Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact there's there's certain people locally who are telling other players not to go out that could actually benefit from the AP. And it's just because they like to play a game of denial. And it's just, like deny everything even even just a badge so i would love to hear some real theories on why it's like this is a game reason to uh keep people from uh the cassandra metal and i've got mine so i could care less you know on like a personal aspect like it's not gonna bug me i actually had fun uh going down and taking down a uh, uh the other team uh put up this big field and so i had to go take down like 10 portals out in out in scottsboro to to bring the field down i was like man that's 10 10 portals that i would have never gotten in huntsville taking this field down like just to take your field down and you won't deploy anywhere around in huntsville but i still got 10 of your portals so it's like thanks <laughs> thanks for those 10 i'll yeah. take it nice so we also have um uh, like we said that still goes on Till the end end of uh, this weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. And the the other problem, not problem, but the one thing that people are really kind of running into is, like, it's coming up on Anomaly. Like, I'm going to be leaving next week to go to the Anomaly, and, like, I'm having to fill out sheets, uh, uh, you know, or, you know. People are interested in, like, what kind of gear you have for Anomalies. Like, you need specific stuff. Right. And a lot of it. And when it's like, well, I just sunk, you know, 400 bursters that I could have had at the anomaly on this. It's like, how am I going to get it back? Is this like a, a, a way to uh, sell some frackers? You know, like everybody's going to need to frack just a little bit more to mm-hmm. get that equipment for the anomalies. So yeah, <laughs> uh, it'll be fun anyway. Hmm. Did you get a chance to read the old, uh, any of the AMA answers this week? No, I didn't see any of the new ones. There, there's, uh, you picked out some choice ones though. Like, uh, prime rib. (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. Uh, is that question six? No, Um, I was just saying that prime rib is like, uh, choice meat. Oh okay. Oh. Like, no, I was I was hoping that had to do with like Prime, something or other. Anyway, Ingress Prime. Uh, so they um, they said it, um, or they uh, they reiterated the fact that it is coming out October, um, according to John Hank Hanky. Uh, let's see. Do you have a time frame on Prime Beta for agents such as those from Navarro? Navarro, uh, and then Kirk it's like said, Dave. Uh, "It's like Dave Navarro, named Dave Navarro, right? named after him. It's his camp." <laughs> uh, his answer is: People will start to receive invites to the first phase of the Prime Beta by the end of July or the beginning of August. Isn't that cool? Ooh! So some first folks may actually have it for the first anomaly. Like, I wonder if the they'll be told, like, "Hey, don't like." Like, will you install two different games? Or is it? will it just update the one you have? Because, like, if you're going to be at the Anomaly with the Prime, it's going to be hard to hide it from, like, your group and stuff. You know, right. if you're not supposed to let people see it and things like that. But Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like, 
you know, if it overwrites it, what are you going to do? I, my guess is it's going to be a separate file, a separate APK or whatever it is on Apple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting we'll to see. And um, hopefully, you know, you probably will have to sign something to, uh, you know, use it. So follow the NDA. Don't be posting screenshots and things like that of it until they say it's cool to do so. Oh, oh also... Um uh, Graham in the chat room says, I'm guessing the only level 16s will get those beta invites. Uh, I think. Um, I don't know. Cause I know, I think it was like the first 50 were going out to the, some people who won something at Navarro last year. And I wouldn't be, oh. and, and, and they probably aren't all level 16s. So, right. Yeah. I, or I anomaly. Anomaly attendance too. I mean, you, yeah, they could kind of know who who are the people that um, are most active and will probably most likely be good beta testers. You know, well, just by also, the use. Also, wouldn't they want people who are lower level who may be leveling up in it and see how leveling functions and make sure that all functions and works correctly? Uh, training tutorials and all, like everything from the bottom up. So I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of had a smattering from, you know, all, all types of levels. So don't worry yeah. if you're not 16, I don't think you'll be cut out of the beta. Just make sure you've signed up for it over on the beta site. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you might just get lucky and then let us know, give us screenshots. No, just kidding. Don't. <laughs> um, okay. So there, there's a bunch of questions that he answered and, um, Tobias actually had one in here. He asked, uh, although a lot of people don't know this, there's actually a backstory in ingress. However, invest- investigators are starving from no content or uh, pack posts. I know you guys are working hard on Prime and probably the anime, but we don't even know anything about the next anomalies except that apparently Carrie Campbell is back and that we somehow get her journal. Do you think you can get... Uh, P.A. Chapeau uh, back to posting. Essex is sadly falling apart with lots of people leaving. Greetings. (laughs) So Andrew responded with, Our intelligence indicates that Gary Campbell, T.S. Osiris, Oliver Linton-Wolf, and Hank Johnson, T.S. 1218, are en route to a number of upcoming XM anomalies. So... T.S. Osiris and T.S. 1218 seem to be different designations. Is that something I've missed somewhere? I thought T.S. Osiris was just kind of like, you know, they kind of brand like their intel and stuff during certain times of different things. And that was, do you think that's the people from the other side? From Because we know Oliver Linton Wolf was from the different timeline. Right. That's what, that's what I was thinking. These are timeline differentiations. And uh, so... Carrie Campbell died, but now she's back and we're, we're going to do the journal stuff. So that makes mm-hmm. sense that they're both T.S. Osiris and T.S. 1218. Uh, is that when uh, Hank was born? So he's like <laughs> the year like, 1218. Like almost a thousand years old. Something like that. <laughs> oh, it could boy. be, right? He's on a different timeline. Yo. <laughs> 1218. Huh. So anyway, they are in, ra- in, in route to a number of upcoming XM anomalies. This information supports the theory that a transition is taking place in our current space-time. Ah, yeah. 
Location is within a gradient between multiple universes. It's unclear what intelligence these individuals have gained access to that is leading them to their destinations or how they intend to leverage this transitional time frame. But it is possible information may emerge into the public eye which sheds light on this. Yeah, so I wouldn't try to look too far into it right now since everything is about to get shuffled in a major way because of obviously prime is coming out, but then it's, it's um, being the companion will be the anime that will obviously tell us everything will we ever want to know and more. Uh, so like right now is like a great time to just kind of hang loose, chill out, neutralize some portals and just hang, hang 10, bro. Go, go hit some waves. I don't know. Uh, but you know what Gnarly, I mean? Like, dude. It's like, it's like the storm's coming right now is the calm. So, you know, just enjoy the quiet. Cause you know, it's about to get loud up in here. That's my advice. So and anyway, we have, or never. we have a lot more that we probably won't read over right now, but, um, uh, but we'll we have some choice. It. Oh, did you, did you want to hit another one? No, I was just saying we'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, also with that, as part of that is um, Anomaly, Classified Anomaly Intelligence was released. And this was actually released on the website that was referenced, which is the, you know, Investigate Ingress, which is P.A. Chapeau's uh, investigation website. And so all the timetables and the rules for the first set of anomalies that will be on July 28th have been uh, officially released with all the phases and they're doing some different things this time. So there's actually part of a phase or part of you get points based off, uh, hacks. Like this is a new thing. Like I, I don't think they've ever done this in a, a number, another anomaly, but they're actually going to count the number of hacks that each agent does during the anomaly and the side that has the most hacks is going to get some points. Oh, like, yeah, that's cool. And so it, kind of the odd thing about this is, I mean, you've been to, to a couple of anomalies. You, you know how it's like. For the most part, you're kind of standing in one place for a long time. And you're you're only going to be able to hack one thing. And you're not going to have, like, hack mods on it. So you're going to get your, your hacks exactly. on it. So... Do you think people are going to start moving around more? I mean, I know there's some teams that move all the time, but like... So, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe you'll have a hack team then. Maybe on bikes, right? You'll have your bike hack team or something? Well, so the other thing with this is they're going to take, uh, I guess, like the middle 70% or so. I, I don't have the exact numbers. It's in the doc somewhere. But they're going to basically throw out the bottoms and the tops, right, to get the middle average. So if you have a team uh, that is out there hacking a ton, well, they're going to get chopped off and those won't count, right? Because they'll take the the, the okay. medians or, you know, whatever, the, the middle agents. So really it's, it's up to um, the whole team to be hacking. Like, how are you going to work this out to get your whole team hacking? And we'd have to look in to see exactly how many points that's that's worth. Uh, we do have a news article with all the information, too. Uh, feel free to go to agentacademypodcast.com. Just click on the 
uh, ingress information at the top, and it'll take you to the news, and, and you can find the article. Or search. Either one. Dot com. And uh, let's see what's next in City City Sit Rep. Uh, oh, NL. The old NL 1331X. Uh, this is uh, making an appearance in San Diego in July on 28th, 10 days from now. Um, so it's uh, during the uh, anomaly. Anomaly! That's a, that's a long way from here. Uh, I don't think we'll be seeing this, but uh, get yourself some 1331. Get yourself the uh, the NL medals. There's two of them. Uh, there might be more now. I don't know. I I know me and Goonie, we got two. Oh, it's different yeah. now. It's Now it's moved to a tiered medal. So it's a completely different medal from the original NL133 oh. medal, and it's... So every time you get to one of these events and hack uh, the NL-133, and this is the X, oh, so this right. is the new bus. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I remember when they went tiered. That's right, because we were like, oh, man, we need to like go check them out all the time. <laughs> every time they hit the south, south and They're like, east. we're going to be in Europe. It's oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, yeah. And so. they do have a new pin for, I guess, America. It's like the, the NL-133. Uh, tire with the wing, uh, but it has the U.S. flag on it. Uh, so that's nice. kind of cool. And then, of course, some other pins and other swag. And they also mentioned that they're going to have some ingress store items for pre-sale. And I couldn't really tell by what they were saying in uh, their posting whether this was stuff that they were going to kind of release before the event, which, you know, we're talking, what, less than two weeks away. Um, mm-hmm. And then you pre-order and get it there, or... What I'm assuming is you get there and they'll have like, here, you can see what it's going to be and pre-order it now and we'll mail it to you after we actually make this stuff. We want to see if you're going to buy it first. So maybe it's some cool new swag we'll we'll get to see coming out. Yeah. Cool swag. Um, <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, the new community manager. And this one's Niantic Community Manager, not like just, you know, Ingress or Harry Potter or, or one of the other. This is the European. So this he has an umlaut above his name, and I don't know how to exactly say his last name, but it's Don. I'm going to try. And then you try. Okay, ready? Yeah. Dominic Sholin. Sh- um, hold on. Sean LeBen. Sean LeBen. Is that wrong? Is I'm that going right? with um, Agent Nerd Meet You. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know why had such a problem. I'm going with, uh, let's see, Dominique Schoenleber. Oh, Schoenleber. Hey, that's pretty good because there is an umlaut. It's very, it sounds uh Is that an Swedish. N or an R at the end? End of the name. Uh, it's it? an N, I think. So Leben. Schoenleben. Sean Libin. Completely murderizing this. Is but, it German? Uh, or is that is that I would, Swedish? I would go with German. German? Well, anyway, he looks awesome. He's got a big fluffy beard just like uh, Andrew Krug, so <laughs> they know yeah. that's that's what you must have. That's one of the requirements to uh, be a community manager. He looks like a a, a great guy. He right. um he's level six. He's enlightened. It sounds like to me maybe he's opened up ingress 
to take a gander at it. <laughs> right? Like my my daughter is almost 6 and she plays like once every other month kind of thing, yeah. right? So, I I think he's a, he even mentioned it in the it's kind of an AMA under the post uh that they made he's answering people's questions, you know, asked him about I guess what he plays or whatever. And he said that uh are are an ingress and said that his uh I believe girlfriend said, Hey, uh, you might like this game Ingress after he, he was talking about how he liked Pokemon Go so much. So it sounds like maybe he's more of a Go player. If right, that right. you know, if yeah. mobile games at all. He's into the Switch. Oh, Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's supposed to mention that publicly, but uh <laughs> Uh, they're not directly competing unless um, Nintendo has plans to put uh, uh, put something on their their tablet, right? Because the Switch is, you know, it's like a giant tablet, so it could be easily, it could be a scanner, it could be a Harry Potter thing, it could be a Pogo thing, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, their new um, Pokemon game is actually going to have some kind of tie-ins with Pokemon Go, so if you you get it, you'll get like I don't remember what it was, like creatures from Pokemon Go that you had or something. Something will go back and forth between the two. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I was thinking. Yeah, Nintendo, great fit. Yeah, it would be. They're already working with them. <laughs> so, so, anyway, yeah. welcome to the community. Glad uh, there's more Niantic employees out there. More Ingress lovers, hopefully, and more ENL players. Always good. Yeah, <laughs> you get uh, you get one of these. It's a frog. Uh, lastly, who's um, yeah? We have uh, this one. You want to talk about this one? <laughs> Operation Clearfield. They have announced three new special events for um, Operation Clearfield. It's a, uh, a badge you can get. This is uh, a partnership between the National Park Foundation and GORUCK, who's bringing a lot of other special events during the anomaly season as well. But this one's going to be at three specific national parks, Okmulgee National Monument, Fort Vancouver National Historic Site, and Fort Raleigh National Historic Site. There's You can already register for these. I believe it's 30 bucks to uh, actually uh, sign up and do the event. I would like to get more information about exactly what these entail. Cause I kind of read over some of the stuff and it's, it seems like there's teams, there's some sort of scavenger hunt, but you also get points for doing cool things like posting pictures and doing service things. I assume like cleaning up, Bottles, maybe, maybe rescuing <laughs> animals in the park. I'm pretty sure not burning down trees is, um, you know, a good thing to do in this. Uh, so if you've um, participated in a, a previous Operation Clear Field, let us know what it was like. Because I would be interested in going to, there's one in Macon, Georgia, which is really close to us. I say close, close considering the other ones in Canada. So, um, I, if, uh, you want to go to that one, maybe we could 
try to go to that one and that but that one's in august august 10th i think oh that's up that's pretty soon yeah yeah you need does. a passport right do you have to have a passport to go to, to canada just to, to make in georgia oh i thought you said up in canada i said the other one is Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I would go to the I, I, one in, like, yeah. in Georgia. Oh, yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, I don't think you need a passport to go to Georgia. Mm, so. You may. You may. <laughs> don't get a speeding ticket there, but, yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Okay, so keep the, uh, so, keep the and, and just clean. I guess quickly, I'll, I'll go over the rules real quick. I know we've got a lot of stuff, but uh, rules are you remain with your team at all times. You wear comfortable clothing and walking shoes. Stay on the designated paths and areas of the park. Post photos of your team accomplishing the various tasks on the hit list to the GORUCK rep's Instagram handle. Uh, teams must achieve a minimum of score of 30 points to earn the OCF badge. And then if you if you uh, win, you get the... Is it the gold one? I think if you win, you get gold. And if you get second, you get silver. I'll have to double check on those. But anyway, you can actually have uh, resistance teams, ENL teams, or uh, cross-faction, X-fact teams. Hmm. So that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, cross-faction teams. That's interesting. Um, all right. Well, then, I have a, I have a capsule. Uh, in that capsule, is there something that is the um uh, smaller than a bread basket? <laughs> you know it. What's in the capsule? 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 Yes, that time again. All right. So, what's in your capsule, and is it bigger than a bread box? It is smaller than a human skull. That's not a human skull. <laughs> uh, okay, so my thingy here is... Uh, uh, okay, Th- this this was uh, inspired by the new metal, right, that we have, the neutralized metal. Um, there's it seems to be a lot of little metals that keep popping up here and there that are just... Not like main metals that you you work on for years, but it's like they come and go real fast, you know. And you're like, oh, well, we got another one of these. Oh, like the um, the anniversary medals, right? You're gonna get one of those every year, and it's just like so many medals, and that's great. I'm not complaining that there's too many medals, but sounds uh, like you're I w- complaining. <laughs> I would like to maybe organize them uh, and maybe showcase a few. So, and a lot of. Um, uh, current games, uh, you, you have the ability to showcase uh, your achievements. Like, um, namely, uh, Smite does it. Um, even uh, Steam, like if you are familiar with Steam, you can showcase your favorite, um, you know, achievements or in this case, medals. So uh, why not be able to just kind of put a few on there? And I'm not just saying put one in the spotlight because it's hard to choose just one. It's hard to choose just four, right? But Maybe just have the originals there, and then like in some little sub area is like all the one all the little challenges that kind of come and go, and then another sub area it's like all of the um, personalities that you meet, uh, that kind of thing. Because right now it's like it's a sea of medals, and I I look at somebody's 
profile and it's like a huge mess. I'm like, oh my God, like what is all of this? I'm hunting for the, for just one particular one that I'm like, oh man, what is the picture? Oh, I can't find it. It's getting ridiculous. And, but, but I don't want this to curb, um, the, the short term metal thing. Cause that's, that's absolutely needed in this game. Um, w- without these short term missions or quests or something, you know, you're, you're risking, you know, getting stale or burned out, but, uh, I, I love, I love it. I love it. But, but we just can't have 1000, like 5,000 <laughs> things to scroll through. It's, it's crazy. So I don't know. What do you think? Is that, is that realistic? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's uh, realistic. And, uh, I think they could do, you know, multiple things. You know, we've talked about being able to rearrange your badges and missions yep. and all that sort of stuff. And if it was, some sort of, you know, tab system or something where it's like, here's all my badges and it's like the current thing. So, uh, cause the one thing I do like about it is that it, the, the latest one that you've gotten, uh, pops up to the front behind the anomalies, but, but besides the anomalies, it, it shows your anomalies first and then it pops up the latest one that you actually achieved. So it's kind of, I like that being able to see, okay, what was the last one I got or, or what was the the one that I haven't touched in forever, you know? And you can kind right. of see that it's it's dated and it's ordered. And it's really the only kind of journal you have to, like, when you did stuff in the past is, is how that's ordered. So I wouldn't want to lose that data. But they could definitely have tabs, I think. Uh, you know, like, hey, let me... Uh, because a lot of people hide their profile in general, so jerks who don't want them to get their Cassandra neutralizer badge. Don't just look and go, Oh, they don't have their badge yet. So I'm definitely not going to deploy over in their area where I know they play. Right. So everybody's like, hide your, hide your crap, hide your profile, hide your badges. But what if you can have a public profile? So you see it how it is now, but then you can have one that's like, these are the badges that I want public. Ah, that's a good one. And yeah. then you can have tabs for all the other stuff. You know, these are my anomalies. These are um, characters. These are, yeah. you know, all those different things. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea. Very cool. All right, we got a winner. Ding, 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 ding. What's your winner of an idea? That was. I was trying to find the ding, ding, but that's all you got. Oh, so. But that's a good one. Yeah, a little pika, pika. Pika at uh, my idea is uh, another tab. I love tabs, apparently. Um, <laughs> no, I'm really kind of a Diet Pepsi, but. Oh, yeah, I like Diet Dr. Pepper, but yeah, tabs okay. That's weird, but comms. So I want a new comms tab where in my comms I can click on it and it's just messages to me because alerts. It's too much. Like it's it's all the data, and I would like to be able to just have my messages of talking back and forth uh, to other agents, like the conversation, the actual comms, and not just the alert. Like to me, the alerts are, "Hey, this crap's going down." Bing, 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 bing. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's like comms and communications where it's like, "Hi, how are you doing? What's up? You want to go farm? You know all that kind of stuff." So. That's yeah. that's what I want. Tab. Okay. So so a tab with just just your stuff. Uh like a message or like a like a private message. 
kind of thing. Or, or really, yeah. I guess it's more than that. Kind it's of. just any public message or private message or anything directed towards you. So, yeah, and maybe it is just the messages, right? That that because mm. uh, I mean we've we've kind of talked about in the past that the the kind of conversation is really hard to follow <laughs> anywhere because of the location and how it works, and if you're not out far enough. Uh, with if I mean I'm sure most agents know, but when you look at the comms on the tab, you can actually dial it into like I only want to know what's around me, you know, five kilometers, or I want to know everything. And depending on how far it is, you may not actually see what someone else is saying to another agent. Like, and you're like trying to figure out this conversation. You're like, what? What the are they talking about? This dude's just talking to no one or what's even worse is like when multiple agents are talking but you only see one or two of them and you're like well this conversation really doesn't make sense and you're like trying to dial it in or out but that's kind of hard to do too because the farther you dial it out the less uh the less information you get locally because you get so much everywhere that it fills up there's like a maximum you can't scroll back forever right right yeah and and it's actually less the further out you're you're looking because there's more data Mm -hmm. i don't know if i said that right (laughs) so um yeah 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 i like it i like it put it in there uh just a quickie uh from the chat room before it scrolls up and loses it hizzy biz said my idea is to get rid of the media part of your inventory i never get media so why even have it there (laughs) so um i mean yeah you know it seems like media just another tab (laughs) right i mean i get you like early days when you first start playing you're picking up everything obviously and it's like like even back then, I remember picking it up, going, "Oh, wait, it's opening up a web page. Wait, what's going on? Oh, it's opening up a video. Oh, okay." After once or twice of clicking on that, I was like, "Well, it told me um, that you know there's a there's a YouTube channel that I should be subscribed to." Um, after that, I really I didn't like picking it up either, or I pick it up just to um, just to kill it off for the uh, energy or the XM. Um, I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know anybody who loves it, right? Like, oh my God, that's so cool. How much media do you have? Show me your media collection. Oh, wow. I have like 200 pieces, man. All the way back from like 2016. Whoa, cool. Like, that just doesn't Caleb. exist. I think Caleb saves his media. <laughs> right? He loves the media. I think, um, I, I think is, I think this is definitely something that's going to be going away in prime. I don't know why. I just I don't have any facts to back that up. I have a feeling that the team at Niantic also is like never going to pick up media, and they're also like, "What is the deal with this? Why have this?" So, well, uh, yes, yes. I, you know, I think it's kind of a source spot with them because they get the "Why don't we ever get media anymore?" thing, right? But that's from the people who didn't get all the media in the past and for the people then were like, why do we got all this stupid media that's just filling up my inventory? So it's, it's like, I think the problem is that a, it uses up inventory spots. Like let's stop that immediately. Cause I actually think it'd be kind of cool to have all my media. 
like to see all the stuff in the past that maybe because it's more than just the new stuff like you could you know when they did the contest for the circle k you could hack some some media when when they did some of this uh the dark dark xm events like uh certain portals across the world were dropping media and they had to actually take that media and do stuff with it to find codes and find all this other stuff so i think like that's the beauty in the media that they could do is is like drop half codes that you've got to actually find another agent locally that has the other half of the code. And then y'all can put that together and it's two, two things of, um, a passcode, right? That's has two uses, one for each of y'all, but you had to like, that's how to use it. Like get the agents working together, say, Hey, this portal is going to be dropped in the media, but you can only get it once. The code's going to be different but once you combine like the the right codes and however you figure out how those combine together uh, to work, but there's there's cool things you could do with it. Right, that's pretty cool. I like the little combo idea. the The one thing though about like if 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 you're allowed to hold unlimited amount of media and mm-hmm. and it not affect your inventory space then you might still have a problem because now you can still recycle these, right? So now you have an unlimited battery. Well, but can you? you? Like, how much do they recycle for? And could you just, Uh, like, remove that off it? I don't know. I'd do it right now if I had any media because I got my scanner right in front of me. But anyway, (laughs) that's just a a speculation is that somebody would would abuse it and go, oh, yeah, okay, I I got a new way to... To <laughs> instead of power cubes, I have media. I have hundreds of these things. You could grow them in your quantum uh, capsules. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, but I like. I don't think that would count. Like, like what I'm saying is, put it on a tab so it's not like an item. Another tab. Do we need another, another tab? <laughs> All the tabs, or you know, it's like a capsule where you put it in there and it doesn't count towards your inventory. But if you take it out and start trying to grow it into something else, then it's going to count to your inventory. <laughs> and you know, a level one burster, you can grow those all you want, but you're not going to be using those to, you know, replace power cubes anytime soon. Right. Yeah. I mean, it would be a weak uh, power cube for sure. So it's definitely something I think. You know that's that's a good catch that you would have to make sure you dealt with, uh, but I'm yeah. not sure. And I have zero media too. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> no media. Oh, well. Anyway, so um, yeah, well, okay, that's a great one. Let's move on then. <laughs> mm, wow. Okay, so to, uh, uh, we have a call here. Yeah. Uh oh. Alexa's trying to talk to me. <laughs> here we go. This is from Sarah. Hashtag what's in the capsule. Agents should have the option of storing their excess gear in a single use passcode that they only they have access to. Yeah, good idea, bad idea, question mark. Good one, good one. I can't believe we haven't thought about this yet. Um, first of all, thanks, Sarah, for the call. It's awesome. Uh, storing inventory in a single-use passcode. So so this is your inventory. You're like, hold up. I'm going farming. Let me put my 500 ex- uh, like bursters into 
a code. So now it just like goes a away. Maybe maybe you use one of your capsules. Right? And you can hit the create passcode button from that capsule and you now get a media with your passcode. <laughs> See how we wrap this all together? So now you Sweet. have a media. So it's one piece that has maybe it has more than 100. I mean, we're always kind of capsules only have 100 normally, but Maybe um, this has unlimited. Maybe it's a special capsule. It's this, I don't this know. special passcode capsule. They can hold as much as you want. You put it all in there. So that that's a good idea because you get the visual of it. Like because if I if I started packing away a bunch of my inventory and getting codes for it, now now I'm stuck with like a piece of paper or I don't know a note a text file on my computer or whatever of just a bunch of codes and I have to write down what the inventory list of each code. Oh my God, that's just, that's too much. But the way you're saying, how about just a capsule? So I could look inside of it, go, Oh, Hey, I need this. So like now, you know, it's being stored and your lock, your key is a code. Well, then again, why do you need the code though? <laughs> if you think it's about it, the capsule? because it's right there in front of you. Like why right. type in some, I don't know. Like, it could just be a capsule that was your inventory capsule or something. I'd, I'd like, right. I think it's kind of a cool, like, it's it's a unique idea about, well, your inventory is in this passcode. Yeah. Like, and I know they would never do it because they've got to worry about, unfortunately, like, sellers and farmers of, like, items. But, like, that would be kind of cool to be able to be like, you know, happy birthday, Agent Soho. Here's a passcode that I created. It used my inventory, so it's not like extra inventory or anything. But you can use it, and now you get the, whatever I put in it. And it's like a little birthday passcode that I created. Like, I think yeah. that would be awesome. And so, could it be exploited? Sure, because you don't have to be next to the person. Right. You could give it to them anywhere. So maybe that's what she was actually meaning, because she was saying that you're just storing your inventory in a single-use passcode. It's not necessarily just for you. It's just a single-use Whoever uses it has that stuff you just packed in there. So, yeah, it's a way you can give a gift. or, But, you know, like you said, you have to watch out for, like, third-party sellers and illegal stuff. So, But, see, I almost feel like that would make it easier for them to catch. Oh, because they're farmers. the ones that... This is the same dudes like giving out five hundred of these passcodes with all this loot. Like, oh yeah, now and they have like a super duper like you know hard line to this this seller and could start banning them easier, or just go to his door, kick in his door, get the kick SWAT the door, <laughs> storm the castle. Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah, so it's a kind of a honeypot deal too, so you can catch some. Uh, some uh, criminals. <laughs> Some, Some criminals. High-class criminals. Okay, well... Um, oh, uh, this would be an awesome dead drop, said John Rocks, because John Rocks. That's true. It could be. Uh, you could put it somewhere. You could just... I mean, it could be a... It could be a, a hunt, like a scavenger hunt type of a quest or a mission. Um... I don't know. Lots of lots of uses. I like it. That's pretty cool. Good idea. Okay. Good idea. Um, What's this next one here from Library Debster? 
Library Debster on Twitter, she said, some sort of unique identifier for each portal, maybe a portal number, trying to sort keys and lockers and capsules by name works okay until you have two portals in the same park with the same name. A searchable portal database would be awesome too. So a way to look up portals without their names, basically. some Like an ID, like a freaking... Dewey Decimal System, something. A Dewey um, J Decimal System? <laughs> a Dewey J. Um, a, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that I, I've really had that problem of needing to look up. Uh, a, okay, like, say you have a lot of keys. Okay, I guess I have, actually. Like, if I have a lot of keys and I'm flipping through them, I'm across town, I know that they're sorted in... In uh, in distance, um, yeah, yeah, and title, so you can do title and yeah, distance, and title, and you can flip it. But um, well, no, I mean, if I need to know the name of it, I'll, I'll flip it into title sorting. You know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know a good use of of having a unique identifier for each portal. Well, I I mean, for one thing, it's. You know, if you're doing ops, for sure, like, a lot of times there are portals that are similarly named. Some mm-hmm. are, like, super long. Some, you can't really even see the full thing, like, on the the title when you're just looking at keys and stuff. So when, you, when you're calling off these names of portals, hey, you know, link this one to that one, and you're trying to do it, like, in the most expedient measure, like... You look down on the list and you go, oh, this is that portal. And you're like, that key. And you're like, oh, crap. That's not, that's actually a different one that was named close to it. And because you don't know, maybe it was, um, the words are just off just a little bit, right? So you think it's that key. Oh, they must have just typed it in wrong. Like, it's so easy to think that because why would there be two keys named, you know, Park Leon? Oh, because this one's Park Leon whatever sign, and this one is Park Leon East Entrance. You're like, ah, oh, I didn't catch the East and West right. entrances. So I can see like the possibility of needing some some sort of uh, identifier. You know, there's. It, uh, I don't know why you couldn't, because I bet you they all have a unique identifier already built in, and so they just uh, need to expose that. Mm-hmm. The general players, yeah. though, I don't. I don't think for the most part would need it. Like you said, like nine times out of ten, it's not, you know, that big of a deal. Most of the right. time, we're just looking at. I got eight hundred keys, and uh, I don't even know why I have this key anymore. <laughs> like, I'm sure I was saving it for something, but no clue. So, do I just hold on to it? Just in case, because you know what's going to happen as soon as you d- you recycle that key, someone's going to be like, "Hey, we're ready to do that op now. You got the uh, ten keys from uh, uh, Park Leon West Side ready?" And you're like, "Oh, I got East Side." <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I guess like a, a quick, easy implementation would be that like a notes or a comments section for each portal. So yes. you you know you you can write in whatever you want whatever your identifier or just a comment and say this portal's next to the mall or like my uh 
home portal or uh, my enemies, my arch enemy's house. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And then you just, you can search for your own notes, right? So you can drop whatever keywords you want. Um, and it would just, awesome. you know, it's not only um, a sorting tool, but it's also like a comment. Like you said, like, why do I have this yeah. again? Oh, there's a comment that said, um, Goonie guy gave it to me because he didn't want it anymore. And I'm, I love his trash. So I pick up his trash all day, you know, and that's yeah. all in the comment. And it's like, cool. So, so there's a system, man, I probably shouldn't even be giving this out. <laughs> this is uh, some secret stuff that I've been working on, but okay. I'm going to give it out anyway. Do blame, it, blame it on the uh, North coast brother Thelonious here. Um, <laughs> But okay, so like what I've been doing is as I've been going to portals that I know I need to know information about or I want to know information about, they're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, as I find information, I just email myself with a bunch of like keywords and the titles and I've got a, a certain like things I use to know that, okay, this is this portal and I put in all the data, you know, copy the, uh, um, you know, the, the, uh, map link from the Intel into the email. And anyway, I just email it to myself. And then when I find out more information, like, Oh, sprint sucks out here at this portal. I just search for that, that, uh, portal and it brings up that email and I just reply to it with sprint sucks here. So I just keep my notes in my email. Cause I always have my email with me. And I don't have to open up some other app. And it's like my database of information about portals or anything. And I can just sit there and I'll be like, okay, like to link these portals, right? So then I start connecting portals that use in a set of fields and stuff together. So it starts building this kind of like just data about these portals. And then like, oh, this agent likes to farm this portal a lot, you know? So I know if I need keys for that portal, I know who to ask now, right? Yeah, and, and it's just all in there in that portal. I don't have to think about it. I don't have a spreadsheet somewhere. I it's just in my Google is just taking care of it for me. Now, the question I have for you, Agent Soho, <laughs> is that breaking the TOS? Um, <clears throat> am I? I know I'm not scraping, but am I? Oh, what's like the other word they use in there? Like retaining data or like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the retaining data. The uh, yeah, there was some weird wording they had, which basically meant, "Hey, don't keep information about the portals." And like, that's my question: is man, yeah, that's a tough one because that's your own comments. That's something that you're not even you're not translating anything. You're not recording actions from the game for one thing right. you're not saying on this day so and so captured this portal you're not taking notes of that so I'm you're not, not saving their emails i'm not like ooh, right. hey that's a way i could filter it to forward emails about those portals to hmm. you could link that up to a google sheet like a, a spreadsheet and they hmm. could update a row automatically I don't know. See, and that's what I'm wondering is like my next step was actually like I could make this into a mailing list, right? Where I just had a mailing list and I said, okay, hey, Eric, this is the format I use. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever it is, name a portal, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If you come up with a note, just mail it to this mailing list with this thing. 
you know, and then forward it and reply and respond appropriately. Right. And then it updates. And then it will go and send it out to everybody else with their, who's on that mailing list with that portal thing and tie it together. So you could have a, a, a network of, of uh, what, what do you call it? I guess like comments or unique identifiers for each portal. And this is completely a, a user-driven layer right here. This, there's no translation of events from coming from the game. This is it's strictly not automated. It's not, yeah, right. It's not automated for sure. It's just it's note taking. Uh, yeah, and it's I, not I don't like know <laughs> about like, hey, this portal is level seven right now. Like that isn't what you want in there. It's just more stuff like. Hey, if you go to this portal, make sure you have an AT&T hotspot or someone who does. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I think there's some, there's some cool kind of, it's almost getting into where that's low tech. Right. It's like, yeah. Um, I could have paper written down, but I use Google anyway. So, <laughs> uh, great question. Unique identifier of some sort. Like that would be another thing I would put in there. But, but like Eric's saying, like you can make your own, unique identifier and uh, put that info in your Google, in your Googles. Uh, you could put the picture of the key. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put it right in your Google, right in your Google hole. Hey, hey now, don't be uh, talking about the Google holes like that. Just <laughs> because you'll get in trouble. Are we doing this uh, other one here too? I was trying to look at this key real quick to see if, Oh, like the uh, like an image of a key. See if there was any other information that uh, might be. Yeah, that really. This is a screenshot. Looking at my keys too. Hmm. This is, uh, is. Is this the best podcast ever? This is the Looking at the Keys podcast, brought to you by Large Marge <laughs> Media, and so we're going to move into something we like to call. It's weird. <laughs> it makes weird. Me, it makes me feel funny. Uh, okay, well, thank you, JBJ Blaze, for the awesome bumper. Uh, the king of bumpers. Okay, so we have um, uh, Gunsmith. Last week, we talked about what is the name that what are the names of the like personalities that you meet at the anomalies or, or what are the main characters names? We couldn't think of it. And then anyway, so gunsmith dropped a comment this week. He said the, the ingress personalities are called sensitives. Is that right? I think a lot of them are. I, I was wondering if it was all of them. Like, I'm sure maybe there's some, but you know, it's, it's, like it, it seems like that is the word, but it almost seems like there's a word close to it because it's, it was all the people who were, um, uh, could play music. They were artists, and um, but then you know some of them just got filled with the XM and got into XM storm crap and uh, during what night, Epiphany night and things like that, and yeah, so. 
I, I mean, it works for me until someone tells us better. <laughs> sensitives. No, it yeah. feels awkward. Mm-hmm. Feels awkward. Feels awkward. We have a lot of uh, uh, comments, lots of people going nuts, but I think we were kind of running long on the show, so let's go to media. Oh, you want me to hit that button? Speaking of media. Inconceivable! <laughs> Agents, it appears we have found something interesting. Media acquired. What? So, nah, just recycle it. We don't need media anymore. <laughs> no more. No <laughs> just more. Just take that tab away. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Put the tab back. We we like media. Okay. Okay. What do we got <laughs> now? With this media tonight, we got. Uh, so this is something that I thought was pretty cool. There's a website now. This is E and L only. So don't don't get upset about that because I've actually talked with the the um, gents who have created this website, and they've actually offered to work with uh, resistance folks who would want to basically do the same thing for resistance. And maybe there's something already out there in the resistance world, uh, like the burn network stuff or whatever. But this is uh, a site called ebl.world and it's ebl world. And it's basically um, a way to do events with teams playing against each other to do um, you know, cool things in ingress, basically scoring AP and, and all this stuff. And so there's like a world cup of ingress that they've built. And, um, it's kind of like agent stats where you like upload your, your image and it gets all the data and you make teams. And so you can have your team working together against other people, but you see like the daily stats and the weekly monthly, blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of fun and they do seasons and they've got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm, I'm working on an article that will be on the website that really details it a lot more. I implore any resistance agents out there who are interested in uh, building something like this, or um, uh, to reach out to them um, because they will work with you to uh, get you what you need uh, to do it, I believe. You have to talk to them to get the specifics, but they definitely uh, said that they were interested in that because they thought it would be great to have like this system where it was, uh, you know, like the, what is, I don't know what the football football term is, but the AFC and the NFL, whatever. There's two like leagues and then they fight throughout the year in their own leagues. And then at the end, they have the big one where it's, uh, you know, uh, resistance versus ENL. And so it'd be like this cool, like extra event going on. Uh, so reach out to them. And if you're enlightened and want to get involved with the team or create a team, go to EBL world and sign up and check it out. Cool. Yeah. yeah, ebl.world, yeah. And if if you have website like this or you know of one, uh, especially resistance ones, because we definitely don't know as much about resistance culture and websites as um, 
we could if we were resistance. <laughs> so <laughs> let us know about them so we can talk about them so our resistance players can get some of the same uh, stuff. Uh, because we've kind of not talked about ENL site specifically because it's like we didn't want to be like, well, we're ENL and uh, you know, this is kind of a an X Fact podcast. We we have a lot of listeners from both sides and and so we, we definitely want to um be able to, to give that information out that we don't know. So let us know. Yeah. Word. Word. And that uh, uh brings us to this. Goonie guy. Goonie guy, pick up. Smurfs just pulled off a multi-state bath, and they anchored in Huntsville. We need you to get out there and take out those anchors now. Well, <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we're gonna have to go. Well, hey, okay. So and take care of this field. Uh, and that was uh, thank you to uh, Agent Dewey J who sent in the exit bumper for us a while ago, actually, and, and haven't been able to play it. Till now, because I really suck. I didn't know that. That's awesome, right? Okay. right. So, uh, um, send us your stuff. Um, well, we did m- miss a lot of stuff we, we uh, wanted to talk about tonight, so we'll get to it the next week. We got the anomaly coming up, so we've got one show before the anomaly next week, and then one immediately following it. We may have a new uh, co-host showing up uh, during one of these episodes soon. We'll talk more about that. We've got yeah. a a great deal on a thing. Uh, I want to do an article about it, but I also want to talk about it. Uh, Skyrim, uh, Solus. It's a global Wi-Fi um, hotspot. So it works actually like on 12 different cellular networks. So you'll get like the best signal wherever you are. They have monthly plans as well as uh, daily uh, passes. I've uh, got one to try out and I'm, I want to try it out and see how it works in some places. And uh, hopefully we can do a video on it. Uh, but if you go to our website, click on the link, use the uh, code Agent Academy, you'll get, uh, I believe it's 10% off and like a free day pass uh, to try it out. So um, it's definitely worth it, I think, um, for a hotspot. Because you pay for the hotspot once, right? And then you only you can either pay a monthly fee if you want like unlimited all the time on it. Or you can just pay um, for like a pass. It'll give you like uh, four or five 24-hour passes where it's just like when you really need it, you just crack it open and use that day and you get unlimited for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's like um, renting internet at a hotel or something, right? Like at a convention. Like I just want internet yeah. for 12 hours and some, something like that. That's actually really cool. Um, definitely if you're – going to be creeping around in weird places and you need you creeping need some, around i mean that's kind of what you do you're like looking around like uh does anybody see me out here yeah um <laughs> yeah and speaking of uh the anomalies um we'll talk more about it next week but if you're going to the boston anomaly uh look for me let me know because i do have here's um, a comms 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 well, we just got a oh, thanks, JBJ Blaze. We just got a uh, super shout from JBJ Blaze. So thank <laughs> you very much. But uh, we do have uh, bio cards. I-, I will have mine on me as well as the show's bio cards. And if you get you find me, uh, there is a QR code on the back of each. Uh, each has a badge on our website. 
um, for scanning it in. So let me know so I can make sure I save one for you and at least bring enough uh, for that. But um, fancy. I guess that's all I have this week. How about you, Soho? I think that's all there is to be done here. They're, they're talking that uh, we're up to cheap cheap tricks in the in the chat room, saying that they, we're trying to just get like some resistance uh, intel. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> uh, we got the intel. Yeah, we got media, man, up to our eyeballs. We'll share with you uh, if we see an anomaly. We'll drop some some media for you. Yeah, why don't you um, uh, what we want is really just uh, to be friends. So, uh, like, sign us up for this old BRRN network thing y'all got going and just let us look around. Yeah. <laughs> we won't tell anyone what's in there. We promise. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for everybody sending in your comments and your ideas as well as the bumpers. We appreciate it. And y'all have a great weekend and uh we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs> i'll record it too Is that okay hey i hope uh you're still there uh because uh we we forgot one last thing for you we have the achievement code for episode 28 it is aa seven nine three five a a just put that in on the form on the achievement page for episode 28 and you'll get the badge. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.